I'm Audrey Cooper, the editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle, and today on Fifth Emission, we are talking about what happens to a community when kids are home from school and parents are working from home. On sfchronicle.com right now, we have great resources for parents, but we also have on the line Chronicle reporter Steve Rubenstein. And Steve, I'd, I don't think most people know this about you, but not only have you been a reporter for the Chronicle for many years, but you've also been a kindergarten teacher. So you are the perfect person to explain to me what I should be doing with my kid when I have to uh, work from home and he wants to do stuff with me that I don't have time to do. So what did the experts that you spoke to say that parents should keep in mind during this time period? Well, I like it when the boss calls me the perfect person. Uh, (laughs) Most of the teachers and the educators and principals, I said, said to remember to stay positive and stay reassuring and be creative. Most important thing you can do with a young child is to Tell them everything's going to be okay and read them a book, maybe. Uh, Get down on the floor, uh, do an arts and crafts project, be interactive, play some music, try and connect, try and use the time productively and uh, and be reassuring, be the grown-up and be the role model. That job never ends no matter what the, no matter what the uh, microbes throw at us. (laughs) That's true. Now, of course, not all parents have the luxury of both working from home or even um, having a job that you can divert to a child who wants your attention while you are working from home. Um, I know that San Francisco is going to be opening some emergency child care centers. Are there any other resources out there for people who just say, I I can't do that. That doesn't make sense for my family. There aren't two guardians in our house. What do we do? Well, that is a problem for families that don't have the luxury of having the parent there at home with the child. You have to, this is going to appear that's going to call for creativity for everybody. Uh, The outdoors are still open. Exercise is still open. Parks are still open. Being, keeping your social distance, which I suppose is the new byword these days, while Walking, hiking, jogging, exercising, beachcombing, going to the forest. Those things are probably as valuable as anything. Uh, The park uh, department says the parks are open. You're welcome, but just don't congregate. Uh, Some park facilities are closed. The museum's closed. The conservatory of flowers closed. Indoor spaces are closed. Uh, The libraries say they're going to close, but the outdoors haven't closed. And I think that's Recess is just as important, whether it's the kind at school with bells or the kind at home without bells. I I think that's very true. Getting outside is really helpful, I think, to all of us. We're all feeling a little cooped in already. One of the great things about the San Francisco Public Library is you can download audiobooks if you have a library card, and you can do that from their website. So there are some resources out there for parents who maybe can't get to a library itself. Um, I was kind of curious, what are your favorite books to read to children? Well, it depends on the age level, of course. But for youngsters, I I like the Frog and Toad series. I like I like Ferdinand the Bull. I like the great Charlotte's Web and, and Stuart Little. Um, I like anything that a parent likes to read and can read with fondness 
maybe something from his his or her own childhood is going to translate into something that the child would like to. Don't read something you don't like. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, why is it important to read during this time period? What is it about a parent reading to a child that stimulates their brain? Well, reading is always important. It's the most important thing that a parent of a young child can do, I think. Uh, it's it's a close, interactive time. Uh, it's sharing something that you both appreciate. Uh, it's giving the child a skill if you if the reading to the child is done uh, with interaction. Uh, there's nothing better than 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 simply sitting down on the floor with a kid and a book and uh, reading it. How are some of the teachers you spoke to coping during this time? Because they're some of them are still expected to work and teach from from you know from their houses. Well, most of the teachers I spoke to today are busy setting up virtual classrooms, trying to figure out how these new day these coming days are going to work. Uh, second grade teacher I talked with was trying to make this virtual setup as as similar to sitting on the rug in uh, room two as possible. And I talked to a high school teacher who was working out uh, a lecture on Twelfth Night in Shakespeare and uh, trying to uh, get his uh, lecture. I mean, it was a new phenomenon for him to be uh, lecturing online instead of in front of his students. Uh, uh, But most of them are just trying to adapt to this new set of challenges that we're all trying to adapt to. Yeah, that nobody has the answer for right now. It's uh, uncharted territory. And uh, we'll get through it with the good grace and good humor and a positive attitude. And uh, and remembering that uh, being with your kid, no matter what the circumstances, is not a bad thing. Well, I don't know if I thought that during this morning's news meeting. But yes, of course, you're <laughs> when he was trying to get on the video conference. But yes, I think absolutely that's that's true most of the time. And speaking of news coverage, um, you had some recommendations about what parents should be telling their kids and what they should be exposing them to during this time. Well, I had chatted to one principal who pointed out to me that the coronavirus coverage, which is near constant these days, is is not all unlike the 9-11 coverage of some years back. Uh, and to limit a, young, a very young child's exposure to it, uh, a child who sees the same images over and over and hears the same message over and over will think that it's continuing to happen over and over, although coronavirus is ongoing and the 9-11 was a one-time event. But but the the images of fear, that should be perhaps moderated by the grown-up. Uh, a grown-up can leave the TV on all the time, but if you leave the TV in front, on in front of a kid all the time, especially uh, the scary stuff, that can be problematic. What age is that okay? Or is, it, is does that apply even to middle schoolers and teenagers? Well, older kids are better equipped to handle, to process and to handle information like that. But everybody, I think, should remember where the off switch is on a television. 
Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that you are also very passionate about is music. And um, I'm not a particularly musical person. Uh, You said earlier, you know, bring in some music and be creative. What are some things for the non-musical parents? What can we what can we do in that regard? Well, you don't have to be musical to enjoy singing a song with a child or to use a a, a percussion instrument, or or a, or a simple drum, or or uh, singing along to a record, or being creative uh, about music. I I love musical instruments, and I played them all my life. But you don't have to be a musician to uh, enjoy a good tune, age appropriate tune, a silly tune. A sillier sure the sillier the better <laughs> these days. That's true. All right. The last thing I wanted to ask you about the thing that a lot of people say is the most important thing you can do during this time is give your kids a schedule. Why is that so important? And what does a good schedule look like? Well, kids like routines. At school, they're surrounded by routines. The bell rings at uh, at, uh, 10, 15 and not at 10, 16. And kids know exactly what the schedule is at school. And, And the teachers that I talked to said replicating that at home, making a kid feel that the virtual school at home uh, or the school at home situation is as close to a classroom. Taking the time chunk seriously, uh, you're going to be doing reading for this amount of time and math for this amount of time and uh, this lesson plan for this amount of time, uh, and trying to stick to that as much as possible to uh, replicate what they get in a classroom. That's important. Schedules are important. Routine is important. And trying to in an uncertain time, trying to make things as certain as possible is important. The one thing that I think about the schedules that is kind of exciting, though, is we have no after-school activities. We have um, no weekend activities. Everything has been canceled, and that's the that's a great time to continue the learning, I think, outside of the house and getting to the beach and getting to the forest and seeing what we can find there. We won't have to congregate. We can still be learning on the weekend. I agree. A lot of stuff has been canceled, but the important stuff hasn't been canceled. Imagination hasn't been canceled. Positive attitude hasn't been canceled. The ability to enjoy being with a child, that hasn't been canceled. And that won't be canceled. And I think it's up to the grownups to remember the job they signed on for when they got into this parenthood thing to begin with. <laughs> That's an excellent way to end this. I didn't tell you when I asked you to be on the podcast, but I'm going to challenge some of your recommendations with an actual expert when we come back from the break. And that's going to be my real life seven and a half year old and see what he thinks of these recommendations. I can't wait to hear. I've been <laughs> It'll contradicted. Be interesting. I've been contradicted by young people before. It won't be the first time. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Steve. Thank you, Audrey. We're back. You're listening to my favorite podcast, Fifth and Mitchell, with my mom, Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you, hon, for being on the podcast. No problem. So, you know, I just spoke to Mr. Rubenstein. Yeah, you were just texting him. I was. And he had some advice for what parents should do to help their kids during this time when they're not in school. And I wanted to ask you if you agree with his advice. So the first piece of advice he had was, 
that it's yeah it's really important to have a routine do you agree with that yes because you need a routine or else you don't know what you're going to do next for stuff and do we have a routine yeah we did a pretty b plus thing on it a b plus job sticking to our routine yeah I, I think yeah, we didn't do a great job. Well, we but didn't we do tried. the perfect job. I mean, perfect would be like out of this world. That would be. We'll we'll try later. But what's on our schedule? Well, we have reading, writing, math, and a lot of this stuff is from my real school. Morning meeting, recess and snack, recess and lunch, science, light bulb lab, which I just added on for no good reason, and. Light, light bulb lab is like an inventor's lab where you're going to invent stuff, right? Light bulb. And, and we also added history to that history. one. History. And spelling. History. Yeah. So another piece of advice that Mr. Rubenstein had was. Um, recess time. Recess is really important. Why do you think recess is important? Because it gives you active time. Because if you're just being homeschooled and you're just stuck in like a uncomfortable chair. Which is like kind of sometime would happen. Then you would like be wanting to have some recess time or active time, but some like pretend like someone wouldn't let you. Then that would mean you're not getting active time. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get some active time pretty soon after we yeah, record this. So much active time. So another piece of advice was that you should limit the amount of news that kids are exposed to. Now, that's pretty hard to do when your mom is a journalist. Yeah, a journalist online and papered. Yeah, that's right. And and we get the newspaper and you like to read. um, The conics. The the conics. Right. Jinx. (laughs) Jinxed. <laughs> I think you first. You'll make up. That's going to be hard to do this podcast, Jinxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you like to read the comics. And I like to read the section of where you can buy cards because I want to see what my future car choice is. That is very interesting. Because I can't wait till cars can drive by themselves and fly. That would be cool. That would be so but cool. But we don't watch a lot of television, do we? No, like we barely watch any, of, and especially barely any like online news. Well, you don't read very much online. Well, news, I never true. watch any online news. It's boring. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, one of the other things that we're going to start next week is video conferencing with your teachers and also. Boys' chorus. Yeah, and your boys' chorus. SFBC. They're going to be doing video conferencing too. Are you looking forward to seeing your teachers on video conference? I'm forward to looking to my teachers, but not like exactly as much for boys course because we actually go to the boys course building we get break time in like the middle or like the half end you'd you'd rather do it in person yeah i'd like doing it in person so this break might last for like four weeks or even longer maybe even six yeah maybe we don't know or seven well i hope not but do you have any advice for parents and kids? What should they be doing during this they time? They should definitely be washing hands before anything. Washing before, their hands. before Or hand sanitizing their hands. Before touching things. Before not touch. After not touch. After touching things. And especially after you use the bathroom. Because it's disgusting. <laughs> that is and also, true. especially before you eat food. Because you never know what's lurking on it. That's true. Honey, thank you for being on the podcast today. And no probo.
I'd like to thank reporter Steve Rubenstein for being with me today, and of course, my seven-and-a-half-year-old. I'd also like to thank Karen Creighton and King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening. Fifth Emission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod. 